of 50 days of dragon con the podcast it's always a day late but somehow on time and joining me as always is the beautiful even though you can't see her lee hi everybody um i apologize for not having a camera right now i have a bit of a fever and i'm going to be having an appointment with my doctor we do not think it's covid we're really really open but my skin right now is green and yellow. It just is not pretty. So, so you, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it kind of covered right now. So, so Lee, you're just starting your cosplay early, is what you're saying? Who exactly. Are you if I could take a big black slate with me, that would be awesome. <laughs> but I don't want something heavy because it'll be hot because it's Atlanta and it's, it's Atlanta. damn hot. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's yeah. damn hot. Um, John, I got a text message about 30 minutes ago that Rachel was driving up to you and I told her, go on in and knock on the door really, really loud because you're up in your little studio thing. Oh, a Batmobile just rolled in. Hold (gasps) on one second. Oh no, wait, that's an Ecto. Wait, uh, there's a, there's a sand crawl. There's lots of vehicles pulling up. Oh, and Rachel's getting out of every single one of them. Hold on one second. She's got an entourage, baby. Who is it? Come on in. Hey, it's Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Man, that was a way better entrance than I could ever pull off myself. Thank you. (laughs) There'll be a first. It's better than we usually do. Let's just know. And Rachel, however you figured out to clone yourself, you really, really should share that technology with DragonCon because we need it. I'm um, telling you, I will one day as soon as I figure it out, maybe as soon as you figure <laughs> it out and have it perfect, right? Um, so now, Rachel, you are the co chair of Dragon Con. I am, yes, indeed. And what that's a really cool title, <laughs> but what does it mean exactly? Yeah, um, wow, it is. Uh, so primarily, we all kind of uh, divide and have our own areas of expertise and responsibility. So in that regards, I am primarily focused on um, all things guests related. Uh, So I'm responsible for uh, getting the guests basically to the show and uh, working with our amazing uh, amazing partners and agents to make that happen and uh, leading the guest committee for the applications, all those kind of things. Um, And then the other side is media. So all things media, uh, which let me tell you, it's just delightful sometimes. Um, so that'd be like social, the website, uh, media relations, really everything DCTV, which is a phenomenal uh, powerhouse. So all of those are also uh, under my um, umbrella. And then mm-hmm. kind of co-chair part of it is more uh, where we have oversight to the entire convention. Uh, so we're supporting our senior directors, our directors with anything they need and looking at the overall uh, strategy for the show and operations wise all the little nitty gritty pieces that have to uh, happen before we get on site to have a convention, working with the hotels, um, working with all our, our partners uh, across the city, 
um, and everything. So it's uh, it's an exciting job, but uh, a lot at times. It's a lot at times because for you, Dragon Con really does start like Sunday, Monday next week. <laughs> it does. Well, <laughs> I, I, I beg to differ. I do sleep for a, usually a day to two days, a solid with only cereal. Um, my husband thinks it's the weirdest thing. Um, but yeah, right after we really do the deep dive to understand uh, good, bad, ugly from the year previous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's crazy. So next week from the Monday through probably the next Tuesday, intense, and then come home and hibernate. So and then come home and takes a really really long nap. Yes, try for like a week. Yes, that sounds yep. good. Um, okay, and you said you were in charge of guests, and this year I, I got a couple of to me only messages, and people are like, I don't understand why guests are having to not come, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> because certain countries aren't letting them travel, and or they have other things, and. As John and I always say, if you're coming to Dragon Con for one guest, you are missing the point. Agreed. So, mm-hmm. Agreed. And you both, you were wonderful last year with it. This is not counting against any guests who aren't able to come. You said that at our last director's meeting, which Absolutely. was wonderful. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. Right. And which that's is why I mean. my screen is black. Exactly. <laughs> that's the approach we've taken. And, you know, honestly... Uh, looking back at this year, I've been very pleased at the, mm-hmm. the number of guests that, you know, want to, but the flexibility is key. And, right. you know, we've, we've done a lot of measures to keep, obviously, the guests and fans and everything safe. And then, um, but it, it has been a tricky year. And you're right, because you're dealing with uh, restrictions on borders. You're also dealing with if anybody's actively filming. Um, mm-hmm. uh, some of them have limitations as far as quarantine and not being able to leave the set and all those sorts of things. So, um, this year has certainly uh, taught me a lot when it comes to guests in particular, but really across the board is just, you know, remaining flexible and, uh, giving grace and, and just understanding that, um, it's going to be, you know, a wonderful show and remembering why we're doing it. Uh, and all those things, but guests in particular, yeah, it, it's been a challenge. But I'm I'm very proud of the lineup uh, mm-hmm. that we created, and that um, and they're really excited. That's the other benefit of my role is I've gotten to see the flip side with the guests and right. how excited the people are to get back to their fans. Um, so that's been very endearing and refreshing to me. Um, is you know the people that are going to be at DragonCon this year. Not to say that the people that aren't are not. But they truly want to be with their fans again. And this has been a really long, you know, couple of years for them yes. uh, being away yes. and all those things. And this is, you know, where a lot of their heart is. And um, so I'm excited to have that for our fans and obviously for the guests that are joining us. Now, along those same lines, some of the reasons why people, have, again, had to to, mm-hmm. to drop out is because of safety and or you know, various other reasons you've obviously we've talked a lot about it, uh, this year. Um, it's been a hot topic <laughs> everywhere and not just, not just for dragon Con, but for, for other conventions as well as just life in general. Um, you've, you've got some safety requirements this year and do you want to give us the, the highlights on those? And then, you know, some of the things that maybe dragon con, uh, I know you announced, uh, last night during town hall, um, some, uh, new things that the dragon cons bringing this year specifically for around COVID really what, what right. we're really talking about. Sure. Um, it's a lot. 
so our, <laughs> I would say our biggest and the thing that we want the most help getting the word about is uh, word out about is the um, requirements for badge pickup this year. And that mm-hmm. is something we added uh, later. And it was in response to honestly, just the ever changing environment for a bit there. Uh, it really looked up. It really looked like uh, it was yeah. not going to be the same challenge we're seeing today. And, uh, you know, we remained optimistic, but very closely tied to the city, to all of our um, health experts that, you know, have kind of guided us in, in things. Um, but the most recent we did uh, put place is that you do uh, have to show your proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test taken within 72 hours of badge pickup. Um, and that's been a big one. It was just one final piece that we felt like with all the changing numbers had to occur to um, kind of make us feel more safe. We uh, stayed closely tied to a lot of the events that were occurring uh, before us and uh, saw that the events that had similar uh, things in place had a really good uh, response in not in, in limiting the spread of COVID. And that is something that we really uh, got to the point where we just felt like it was a necessary step for us. Um, on top of that, uh, probably the other biggest one that people are talking about is the indoor mask mandate. Um, obviously, City of Atlanta does have a mask mandate, as well as CDC did change their requirements uh, relatively recently to uh, include both vaccinated and unvaccinated. Uh, so we are, uh, put that in place uh, to obviously uh, reinforce what the experts are saying in the science and, of course, the city. Um, so that's a big one. Uh, outside of that, uh, the attendance probably being the uh, third largest thing that uh, we're doing, which is limiting the attendance. We are anticipating roughly half of uh, what came and saw us in 2019. So um, it will be a lot more room uh, to spread out. Uh, another thing with that is we've expanded the badge checking. So to make sure that people that are not badged and not coming to DragonCon are not allowed into the space. Uh, so we'll continue to see that this year and even far more expanded than it ever has been before um, to make sure that the, the spacing is there. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of it was uh, whenever anybody asked me, it's like we took a very stepped approach, if you will, where we kind of looked through the show at first uh, when things were really looking up and thinking about small ways that could just help. Anybody that's mm-hmm. been to Grand Con knows that those lobby areas are packed. And, you know, so that was one thing we did early on was know that we were going to put the fan tables, which we love. We love our fan groups. We love giving people the opportunity to come talk to their fans, whether it's other conventions or, you know, uh, just different groups around all of the interests of our people. But, you know, we decided to put that on hiatus pretty early uh, just because it didn't make sense. So we've taken that approach all along through the whole show is to say, when we think there's congestion, when we've seen it before, what can we do differently to not... Um, do that. Concourse is another great example. Uh, They're spacing out their performances every other so that it's not encouraging people to just congregate and sit, which we love in a normal year, but this isn't the best year to do that. Um, So yeah, so that's kind of the approach we've taken. So I kind of look at it as the big three. Um, And then on top of that, just the approach of looking at every aspect of the show and what makes sense. And and with that, uh, part of the spacing is that the ballrooms will be two thirds capacity. Uh, to allow spacing when you're actually sitting in the the panel space. So, yes, and I mean it's it's a really long list, but I'm not going to bore you. But that's uh, I would say the biggest to highlight. And I want to say so, something too about the parade. Um, that Atlanta does not have an outdoor mask mandate, mm-hmm. but uh, you're going to end at 
an area where everybody congregates really, really close together. Right. And you're going to want to go into one of the hotels. Right. So either already have your mask on. We talked about this with um, Annie about parade. Either have your mask on or have it ready to go because that's going to be an issue if you don't have it. Yeah, absolutely. It will yeah. be a big issue uh, as far as a Dragon Con member. So I would say the non Dragon Con members with the parade is the the biggest difference this year as well. And that the mm-hmm. uh, we have said that it's Dragon Con members only and uh, have been uh, supported very much so in the, with the city uh, with that and uh, spoke in detail with some of the other groups that have done uh, things similar, including the road race um, that had a, a really incredible compliance uh, with that. And uh, so, yeah, lots of changes on that side, but agreed. If you see me, you will see me in a mask. I mean, like uh, I've, I'm taking the precautions as everyone uh, should, whether mandated or not, uh, to uh, keep myself uh, as safe as possible. And mm-hmm. uh, I encourage everyone to do the same. Yeah. Uh, we did have, we, we have a couple of questions uh, in okay. the audience. One was, uh, are we still potentially sharing host hotels with football fans or is it a badge holders only? Uh, I know some people have talked about getting past uh, requirements by giving people keys. Let's say I will follow up. I have not seen anything uh, with keys. Uh, mm-hmm. We are rather in- well, actually incredibly tied uh, right now to the city of Atlanta, who's helping us uh, monitor a lot of the uh, social media as well as uh, obviously our team um, for that. The hotels we take up, Everything that is not contracted by the hotels, as long as our members are purchasing it, they go to us. Uh, Now, uh, there is a small uh, block in some of the hotels that are for their previously contracted groups like flight attendants and things like that. Uh, But we have had really honest dialogues with the hotels that are in support of uh, keeping it as as closed off as, as possible. So I would say if there's any, it would be a very, very a small number, and I would doubt it to be football fans, uh, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Another another thing someone did point out, um, while they do get recognition, DCTV honestly doesn't get enough love for everything they've done and become. I would... um, Well, I don't think you can give enough love to DCTV or to the... Exactly. At all, period. But um, especially for the last, the, the Herculean effort that they've done for the last few years. Can you tell us what we might be able to expect um, new or different this year on from DCTV on the virtual side? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, one thing, I, I, I know y'all, uh, I completely understand the sentiment and uh, from a personal, I, I like agree and have loved, could not love them more. Um, I will say from the show perspective, one of the most exciting things uh, that we've been able to do since the success of Dragon Con Goes Virtual is um, upgrading <laughs> a lot of the uh, resources on that side. We were able to prove uh, with Dragon Con Goes Virtual that there was an appetite among fans uh, for streaming that we had not seen previously necessarily. Um, so uh, one of the biggest things we took that and, and built on that for the hybrid show that we're going into now uh, one of the coolest things is the streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean this at all. I, like the team's creativity and brilliance behind it has been just amazing. But previously, we were limited uh, in the platform. And there were, um, I will say, some clunkiness, particular around searching and what we were able to put on there. And um, where fans could get a little bit um, discouraged from it. And that's one thing that we did right after Dragon Con Goes Virtual, the team... Uh, really stepped up and we looked uh, all around because 
we're not like any other, you know, project out there uh, that, you know, we want to stream over one weekend and that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, but have the ability to search archives and that for the uh, rest of the time period. Uh, so we found a, a partner called Uscreen and the, uh, we had a team together and we have uh, built that. So that's a, a really great thing from a fan's perspective. So uh, come the live stream when it begins on Thursday, uh, it will be uh, streaming to dragoncon.tv. Uh, but the the background is, is going to be you screen, which is uh, kind of cool. So if you uh, get a streaming membership, which is only $10, um, that was another big change this year. Uh, previously, uh, we had a, a tiered approach to it, uh, but we wanted to make sure it was as accessible as possible um, for people to have content at a very low price point. Um, so when that stream starts, we'll have two official channels uh, going through the duration of the event, a fan track channel. Um, I think I say it's my favorite thing a lot. Like I have a lot of favorite things. Apparently. <laughs> I myself as hard to pick anything, right? right. It's really hard. Uh, but the fan track is really cool because that is something that grew directly out of Dragon Con goes virtual and uh, building a, a virtual show and seeing how well it is received because with DCTV, uh, we focus on the ballrooms on site because we just don't have enough, you know, mm -hmm. cameras, operators and, and all of the things to cover the entire show. So we've always known from a content perspective that those fan panels are missing. And it, you know, and it's a hard thing. And that's something that our fans very much love. It's one of, again, my favorite things. When you talk to somebody about their Dragon Con and what it is to them, you can get a million different answers based on their interests, their, you know, uh, groups that they kind of hang in and things. So we were really excited to bring that to uh, the people at home. Uh, so last year we did a fan track channel. That is something that you will see this year too, with content that is streaming there first. Um, so if you're, you know, sitting at home and of course the, the main channel will contain all of the normal uh, events from the on-site show in our main ballrooms, including uh, actually a couple of uh, virtual events that will only go to the stream um, from some really neat guests. But yeah, so two channels will be going on all the time. And then on top of that, we've done a, a significant selection of our archive footage. So you can go and watch kind of your favorite panels or contests or anything from the past, as well as a good bit from Dragon Congo's virtual last year. Um and it's the searching is just amazing. You can you know put a guest in, put a uh, an actual event in, whatever you're looking for, and it it's on there. It presents itself to you. So um, agreed. And and DCTV has has really been the the powerhouse behind this, and it's been wonderful to see them not only on the tech side of it because it mesmerizes me because that is not my jam. Um, but also on the creative side, they've uh, really stepped up uh, their game too. I don't know if anybody's I've uh, been paying attention, but one of the things that the team also accomplished this year, like I could, this could be a whole podcast, just right, well, well. <laughs> I could go on forever, but I'm going to stop after this one. We, um, we would have reached out to DCTV, but we know that they're also being slammed. They uh, are, but they're right just now. wonderful, y'all. Yeah. They really, really are. And like the one thing that they added from a content perspective, I don't know if anybody's been watching, but they've been uh, releasing like bumpers or skits throughout the mm -hmm. year. Um, and that was something that, um, you know, is really neat to see them take on on top of all this technical thing and, and making it happen. Um, but also uh, putting their creativity to work. And uh, I just love it. Every time I see one pop up on the feed. Now, before we go back to actually in person, there was one other question. Do we know if they're still using the Roku app this year? No, there, it is not. And that does have to do with the um, uh, tech platform that we used last year versus this year. <laughs> Um, we hope to one day go back to it. 
Uh, but honestly, uh, with changing everything, we needed to take baby steps um, mm -hmm. and to prove that this platform is going to work for us and, and work for everything. And then um, and that people still want it, that, you know, we're going into a year of hybrid and things like that. We know that it's going to be different from Dragon Con Goes Virtual. So we're also tasked with making sure that uh, the appetite is still there so that uh, a lot of people will use the streaming service, which would make the Roku app um, possible. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, the other thing, actually, you already talked about safety. And one of the first things that you're going to do at Dragon Con is you'll get the bag. So how does that safety part change a little bit? Uh, as far as just picking up the badges, is that what you mean with the uh, yeah. COVID test in particular or the proof of vaccination? Exactly. Yeah, like, what's going to yeah. be going on at that basement level of the Sheraton about picking up badges or if you're concerned that, you know, yeah, maybe you need to get tested again or whatever. Right. So we got a lot going on in that uh, in the Sheraton this year. So uh, one cool thing that came from. One of the attendance things or the badge things that I didn't uh, mention earlier is we did make the decision that we're not going to do any on-site sales, meaning that you cannot walk into the Sheraton with, you know, 60 bucks in your hand or 140 or whatever and purchase a badge from the Sheraton. So that's not occurring this year. If we have memberships left to sale, uh, they will have to be purchased online at the dragoncon.org through GrowTix. Um, so with that, with not having any on-site uh, handling, one, it helps us because it reduces, obviously, cash. And there are a lot of uh, things with germs and such associated with that. So we wanted to be very careful for the people that were managing that. Uh, but also, uh, we really wanted to be able to spread out folks. So um, this year, we'll have registration occur or uh, badge pickup. Uh, in both the Georgia and Capitol ballrooms of the Sheraton. So uh, we did that so that we can process people quicker. We can uh, keep the line moving, get your badge, get out as quickly as possible. Um, so that's going to be the core of, of what's going on. So if you show up with your proof of vaccination, uh, whether it's paper or on your phone with a picture, both the front and the back, uh, the person checking your QR code, that's going to then obviously kick off everything that's needed to uh, pick up your badge. Uh, is going to verify that information. Um, so that's kind of first step if you show up with it. If you were not able to secure a test and you've not been vaccinated, or if you just don't choose to share your vaccination status with us, which is absolutely within their right, um, we do have a testing facility that we announced last night on the town hall um, with our partner Viral Solutions, who have been incredible from day negative one because they actually approached us before we even made the decision. Um, and they've just been a, a great partner along the way. So they're going to be uh, positioned in that same floor right around the corner. Uh, and they'll have a testing facility uh, set up. So that uh, testing will be $30. Um, that is one thing that is not able to be uh, run through insurance with mm -hmm. uh, the volume and the setup that they have. We got that question in the town hall last night. Um, DragonCon's not keeping any of this. Uh, Viral Solutions has stepped up to manage everything from accepting the payment uh, form of payment doing the testing, everything. Um, but it is a 15 minute process, relatively quick. As soon as you're able to be swabbed, uh, you can leave. Uh, the uh, data comes back to you um, through a text or however you've uh, set it up. So it's really a, a neat process. And uh, these people have been incredible. So, uh, and I have heard the best positive, like, <clears throat> excuse me, comments of just how um, customer service oriented they are. This is a tough situation for any of us to be in. Um, and I think we, we have the perfect partners in uh, somebody that's going to be able to handle this. And um, 
you know, talk through it with people. Cause obviously we know that, you know, some people could show up thinking that they're perfectly fine and possibly positive. Um, so we are working through all that, but we will have that available uh, on site if you're in need of it. So again, $30 cash or credit card, no problem uh, for them. Um, results within 15 minutes. And then you can come pick up your badge as soon as you have the negative results from them and um, that they know all of the documentation we'll be looking for. So that will qualify. Um, but on top of that, if you uh, come with your stuff or you go take the test or whatever, and everything that's going on, you've decided that you want to take the step and become vaccinated, um, we actually have a free vaccination clinic as well. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, we have amazing partners to uh, CORE uh, that have uh, worked with us. Uh, and actually, that the I got to give a real shout out too, also for our partners at the aquarium, because they're uh, who kind of connected us to make this happen. We have a, a gentleman named John Walker, who I don't think could be a better partner. Um, and he uh, kind of connected us as uh, we had interest. And so that was exciting. But it is, it's a two-day clinic, Thursday and Friday, um, offering completely free vaccines. You can come in. There's two options offered. Uh, the Johnson and Johnson one shot and done or the Pfizer and they uh, will begin the obviously the Pfizer, but they'll also help you schedule the second uh, because they have sites all around uh, doing these vaccinations, uh, both in the public setting like we're doing. Um, I think it's a really cool strategy for them. They're seeing a lot of success uh, where people are gathering and wanting to take that extra step uh, and knowing that uh, they want to go ahead and get vaccinated. Um, but also uh, they work with schools and all sorts of other things. So um, we're really excited to partner with them. And no, we did get the question on town hall that does not qualify for full vaccination that mm. you're required to mm. provide for the badge pickup. Uh, proof of vaccination requires you to be fully vaccinated, which as defined by the CDC, mm. 14 days post your uh, final shot, whether it's the one and done or the two series. Um, but doesn't matter. That's not what we're doing it for. We really wanted to do it to, to give our fans as well as the community uh, an opportunity to take that next step to um, protect your health. So in the community at large. So that'll be great. I, I have gonna, a, oh, go ahead, Lee. Well, I'm going to add something. You said viral solutions is great customer service and they are. I've had a negative. I've had a test done there. Mm -hmm. um, they were great. They were wonderful. Now they weren't going to be at Dragon Con. I think it was a drive through. Yeah. Um, but it was great and they're wonderful. And one person just asked John in the chat box, is there any chance that viral solutions will expand to Monday? Cause some want to be tested before they go home. I can certainly talk to them. Uh, no current plans, uh, maybe even a small window. Um, mm -hmm. but uh, honestly, a lot of it's just depending on, on what they have available. Cause they do, as your point, uh, have all those, uh, drive-through clinics as well. I think six or seven, I might be, uh, uh, it's either six or seven, uh, but I, we can certainly ask. We did see that in the town hall uh, a couple times uh, yesterday, and I think it's a great strategy. I know my husband and I are both planning on uh, doing rapid the day we leave, as well as uh, we already have our PCR uh, for when we get home two days later uh, before I get the kids. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I understand that the thought completely, and uh, we can certainly uh, ask our partners there to, to see what they might have uh to be able to arrange. And I also want to say, if you can't do that with at Dragon Con, Kirby, if you go on Google Maps or Google and put in um, test COVID testing near me, it's going to pop up a lot in Atlanta. Um, and I even put in COVID drive-through testing near me. 
And I had like eight within a five mile radius of myself. So if you do that while you're downtown, you might be able to whatever interstate you're going up. uh, If you are doing it that way, they're going to be some around there. So do check that. And I think it's a great idea. And Actually, just saying about the PCR, maybe my husband and I should do that as well. I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that, that, that. I was just going to say that's a great strategy, also, is if you want to at this point, because uh, you know, <laughs> with the way that things are going right now with the surge we're currently having, it's a lot more difficult to get scheduled tests, especially mm-hmm. within a day or two of right. the day that you think you really need it, right? Uh, so, if you want to that extra comfort level, maybe just, uh, um, uh, schedule now for uh, an appointment at you know uh, a a walking clinic that's offering them for when you get back right right back from DragonCon. So like that Monday after evening or Tuesday, and I think I know at least in Tampa they they have they do have testing there at the airport as well. So LA as well, that's actually how strategically we're getting a lot of our guests tested. Oh. Excellent. A whole different story, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the airports, I think, are are, are doing the on-site testing as well. Yeah, and, yeah, and we're also near Georgia State University and Georgia Tech, and lots of other places that you can walk to in five minutes and might be able to be able to be tested. Plus, Publix, one of John's favorite places. Uh, well, I don't think they do testing here yeah. uh, at my Publix in my area, but oh. maybe they do in Georgia. Um. So uh, let's talk. Let's talk about some more little happier stuff, if you will. Okay. Uh, let us talk. Let's talk about the uh, the art show and the virtual marketplace, yes. and uh, the, how those things are are going this year. They're going really well. Okay. Um, well, good. Nice there, there you go. Oh. Well done. You know, I'm saying a lot so more anyway. because I like to talk. But uh, <laughs> no, they're so incredible. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, this is probably the aspect of. Uh, Dragon Con goes virtual that I wanted to see because we didn't have any element of it uh, prior to uh, virtual. Um, I hope to see continue for many years to come. Uh, the success of the marketplace last year was absolutely staggering. And uh, this year, we really wanted to make sure to bring it back. Understanding that no matter what the state of COVID was at the time of the show, that there were going to be people that you know chose not to be with us and wanted to uh, be experiencing a little bit of Dragon Con from the comfort of their own home. So that was kind of what, you know, began. It was the easiest uh, answer to come up with post Dragon Con goes virtual of will this continue? Absolutely. So uh, right now, I'm excited to say that we have almost 200 participating so far. So uh, the marketplace is still powered by our uh, great partners at Event Any, um, who last year uh, was a big part of the MVP. Uh, of Dragon Con Goes Virtual because they had that piece, but also helped us with our streaming last minute when we had some uh, challenges technically. Um, so they're wonderful partners and uh, it will be uh, there. It, one of the cool features of it this year, I think, is that we're opening up on uh, Thursday the 2nd. Uh, so it kind of feels like you're going to Dragon Con, that kind of thing. But we made the decision to close it the following Friday, which is awesome. Uh, one, we wanted the people at home to be able to go and shop with your favorite vendors and artists and, and pick up the goodies that you might not be uh, getting, uh, missing the show. Um, but also we wanted to give the people that are at the in-person convention the opportunity to either pick up things you may have forgotten or, um, you know, it, this year I would say above anything, it really is about personal comfort, personal, you know, decisions and things like that. And if people didn't want to go to the vendor hall for whatever reason or the alleys or things like that, you could still shop 
post-show. So that is uh, one that's really exciting to me. So again, it'll run from the 2nd all the way to the 10th. Um, so that is really good. And also the, the vendors and the artists have been very um, excited about it because of the success last year. And also just, um, you know, they, they too have experienced a really challenging year when all, all of these events were canceled and they're just kind of getting geared back uh, into it. And a lot of them have been spending these couple of years making super cool things um, that they hope to find a home very soon. So uh, virtually, that's kind of uh, the rundown. You'll be able to experience uh, Vendors and Art Show combined this year and then Comic and Pop Artist Alley separately. Uh, so you'll be able to pick up kind of anything that you're uh, looking for. Um, but also uh, just want to touch on uh, the phenomenal job our on-site team is doing as well uh, to keep these events uh, safe as well as obviously full of really cool stuff for our people. Um, so the art show, if you've never been, uh, occurs in the Hyatt Grand Hall. Um, they have an amazing showing of guests and attending artists uh, that are all tabling, which is kind of cool. We made that change a couple of years ago, actually in 2019. Uh, we made that change to kind of move it away from what we had had previously so that you get a little bit more interaction with the artists. So it's not as much a sales place where you got to go to the tables. You actually get to go visit with the artists, sometimes learn about their process and kind of everything that, that brought them to uh, making the items that they have. And then you can purchase uh, something from them. Uh, we also have a display where you can go and see a gallery of all of the um, art from our attending artists. So that is a, a great opportunity. Um, I'm always blown away uh, by their creations and I encourage everyone uh, to head over there if possible, if you're attending the in-person event, again, Grand Hall the Hyatt. Um, and then the vendor marketplace or vendor, sorry, uh, in-person is in America's Mart Building 2. Uh, floors one through three and comic artist alley uh, takes us to floor four. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, so exciting. One of the coolest things that's happening this year. Um, we decided to expand back from 2019. We uh, began a kid's sketchbook uh, in the comic and pop artist alley. And uh, what that does, I totally wish I'd have brought one um, is it's a little book that you get complimentary. You can pick them up at the uh, tables in front of comic and pop artist alley or in the art show, their registration table. And it's complimentary to kids. They get to go around. And each of the artists that are participating have a little um, kid sketch sticker on their name tags. So you know that you can go up to that person and approach them for a free sketch or autograph or anything like that. And um, we've gotten the most overwhelming uh, feedback from both the kids that participated as well as the artists. Um, Jamie, who's uh, my husband and uh, uh, works with our comics area, handles all of that. Uh, says it's his favorite email of the year to send out to the artist to solicit people that want to participate because it's just so kind and people are so excited to be able to interact with the younger fans and, and do this for them. Um, so that's exciting. And this year, because of the success in 2019, we're expanding it to the art show as well. So um, that's kind of uh, something that I'm, I'm really uh, excited about for um, our younger fans. That I think that's going to be awesome cool. because that is Christmas shopping. Right. Yay! Mm. And birthdays and holidays and anniversaries. All of the above. Yes. Now, do the, uh, do, do the, um, Comic, uh, comic Book Alley or Comic, what is the actual title of that particular? It is, uh, it's so confusing to me. It is it's Comic and Pop, pop art. Artist Alley. Uh, that's what it is. That's what, that's why I always, I always stumble across it because it's always like, I'm not sure what, you, what to call it, but um, are those folks also going to be in the virtual marketplace or is that just 
Um, in other words, can they take? Could they take a uh, um, a uh, commission? Now, what's that? A commission? Commission. Thank you. That's the word yes. I was looking for. Uh, um, through there or now? Uh, yes. So they okay. can. It depends on how their marketplace is set up. But we have, I think, the last number I checked was over fifty. Uh, that are participating specifically from the uh, art side of things. Okay. Um, so there would be prints available as well as a lot of them already have listed the ability to uh, begin the conversations around a commission, depending on what you want, like a one person commission or two or all of those things. But yes, the uh, comics and pop artists is absolutely uh, participating in the marketplace. And they are also wonderful. Um, the uh, artists and everybody, because um, I had a problem with one of my orders last year, quickly emailed them and they said, Oh, you are right. That wasn't what you ordered and quickly oh. sent me what I ordered and then told me, and that's a gift for you. What you got. So oh, now don't do that on purpose people, but <laughs> they were very nice. And, um, so that's wonderful. And John, as you were talking about commissions, yeah. actually, I'm going to try to find somebody who does caricatures of adults because I realized we do not have a caricature of my husband and my son. I got like two of my son and one of me and my son, but I don't have one of Andrew and our son. So, ha, ha, ha. got to get on that. I know, right? Exactly. So, that's great. Now, um, this is probably the point. Well, first of all, is there anything else that you want to definitely make sure that we, we, we talk about? I know that there's some exciting stuff with the charity that we, that, that you mentioned beforehand, but we're going to save that for I our know. charity people. I know you really so want to say forward. something. I'm so excited. Jody. let me just say that has done a phenomenal job. She is one of the most creative out of the box thinkers um, on our team. And uh, she's really dreamt up something, I think, adorable and amazing. And uh, it's going to be really cool for our fans. So I will not steal her thunder. Uh, no matter how excited I am for it, uh, but it shall be a great call tonight. I'm, I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk wait. to her later this evening. Um, and, but is there anything else that you want to hit before we move on to the last part? And I know that Lee's probably going to have to drop off because she yeah. has to go speak to a doctor. Um, yeah. And we hope her all the best there. Um, what do you call it? Uh, but is there anything that, that, that we've missed that you really want to make sure that we hit? Um. My PSA announcement, I will say, and it's something that Lee touched on before we got on this call because I, I did it with the directors. And um, the only thing I would like to say is, one, to thank our fans for the support that has been shown um, over these last two years, whether it was supporting uh, what we had going on with Dragon Con Goes Virtual, but also uh, riding this year out. It has been uh, clearly the hardest year, I would say, of my life, both professionally and personally. And uh, we are trying so very hard behind the scenes to uh, make it a safe and amazing event, though, that is also representative of the DragonCon brand um, and all of those things. But at the end of the day, this is not going to be a DragonCon like any other. It is going to be something that we all remember uh, for a very long time, whether you're making the choice to join us from home or attend in person. And um, I would say that uh, the biggest thing uh, in these last couple of years, whether it's on social or things like that, um, my message for the year is grace um, for everyone, you know, and, and John, you pointed to it earlier that if you're not comfortable, that is okay. And, and, and all of those things and, and trying to, you know, work through um, everything that everyone is dealing with 
um, and, and do this and just ask that, you know, our fans continue that and, and continue to support us and, and know that it's just not going to be like any other and support each other. Most importantly, as uh, I think that's the message that I would uh, want heard more than anything is sometimes uh, social media can be very um, contentious at best. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are a lot of strong, strong feelings around uh, doing too much, not doing enough, not in all of those things. But at the end of the day, um, I feel strongly that the world is built on respect um, and that you can have differing views. You can have differing things. But by golly, you treat each other with respect and love. And I know I'm a mom. And I when I go into that voice, it feels like I'm about to put someone in a corner. Um, but you know, I, I kind of joke of like, you know, stop that, or I'm going to pull the bus over kind of what I'm feeling. Um, and you know, (laughs) people be good to each other. We all need this. We have all had a really difficult two years and patience, kindness, uh, those things matter. Yeah. And, and and to, to your point, and I've, I've mentioned it already on the podcast, but I I originally was uh, going to be attending in person Mm -hmm. and, um, just with everything that happened, I've, uh, for my own personal uh, well-being, I am fully vaxxed. My entire family is fully vaxxed. But just with a couple of people in my life who have uh, conditions that that would be very bad, even though they are vaxxed, that it could potentially, we don't know because it's all a right. mystery. I have personally decided to just attend virtually. It pains me. I'm going to miss all seeing my friends in, in, in person. But again, it was a person, everybody has to do what's comfortable for them. Um, even, even on non COVID years, you still do what's, you know, right. what's, what's comfortable for you. So, so I don't think that, I don't think anybody, a should shame anyone, uh, for, for their, their, um, uh, choice if they decide to stay home. It's like, you know, because of whatever, Agreed. everyone has their own right. thing they have to deal with. So, um, to, to that end, um, that's, uh, uh, but anyway. That's it. Yeah. Um, so Lee has to go. I love everybody. Love um, you. Love your tour, Rachel. Take care and please give me an update. What? I said take care and please give me an update. I will. I will. I will. Now, love all y'all. Uh, we'll be back on charity tonight, John. So Okay. Yeah. So uh, you might so be black screen. Lee Bye. Lee is Lee is dropping out, but we Bye. do have a game to we do have a game that we are gonna play. Okay. Um uh with uh with you. Uh, I do have one other question that did come yeah. in that I did want to address Zan did ask pretty early on what areas still need volunteers. Do we know? And can people apply to be volunteers in person? No. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yes. We still need volunteers. Um, we are the on-site piece are only going to the major areas. So, uh, I, and I don't want to out, I don't want to misspeak, but I believe it's just safety and tech ops. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be accepting uh, just mass. Hey, I just want to volunteer, put me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we're trying to handle every situation, uh, uniquely on its own. If, you know, something happens within a track or within an area and we need to work with them, we are doing that personally. But as far as your general person that maybe makes the decision, uh, walking up to the show that they uh, would like to volunteer, uh, it will uh, be very limited into the large, large areas where, mm-hmm. uh, support is needed most. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. And also Jerry just points out, uh, you know, I love you all like family. Good luck with everything you guys doing during this crazy year, especially this year, attendees, volunteers, con heads, be safe and watch out for each other. And I will add, be nice to each other. Uh, That's, that's an every year rule, but it's especially true 
this year. That Jerry has my heart. He's one of the best people to have in your corner. He is uh, passionate, always speaks his truth and uh, really is a phenomenal human being. So, and obviously has great questions too. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, So uh, Rachel, yeah, you know we normally play we normally play a game here at the end with our guests. This I year know, it makes me nervous every time. Well, guess what? This year you're 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 going to be with company. Uh, so okay. we've we play on we've been playing on Jackbox this year. So if you, oh. I, I should have probably should have warned you about this beforehand, either on your phone or on an extra another tab on your your browser there. Uh, if you can go to Jackbox TV, and I'll put in the private chat real quick. I should have done this earlier. Okay. Jackbox dot TV. Okay. And here's the uh, in the private chat on on there okay. on uh, you see that I will open it up for our folks that are watching to play along. We're gonna be playing Quiplash tonight. Oh no, I'm gonna be so bad, but that doesn't okay. matter. It's uh, they're Dragon Con related questions. Okay, okay. Oh, I get to select a character. Oh, I'm gonna be the cactus. That's fun. Um, so anybody that wants to participate, and let me pull up the volume here. The room code is. Oops, somebody's already gotten in there. This room code to play Z G W B. Oh, somebody took the coffin. Oh. <laughs> oh, banana. Sorry, this is so excited. I've never seen this. Oh really? Okay. Oh, oh, let me. Uh, I know we use it, and we've done a great job with virtual. We've had a really fun thing, but oh, I'm so excited! Oh, oh my goodness! Do I have to unload episode or report episode, or do I just sit and? No, chill? no, no. You just, just, just leave it. You just leave it alone. It, it, it'll, uh, okay. I'll take care of everything on my side. The only okay. thing you're going to have to do is there'll be a couple of prompts that will come to your to your phone and you're just going to fill in the prompts and everyone else will get stuff to their phone or to their, their, um, whatever device they happen to be using. And they'll, they'll answer as well. And then we'll vote on the best answers, uh, when they come up. Okay. So it's really low stakes here. Okay, cool. I feel better about that. I can answer. Yeah. (laughs) Ask me about the operations of the convention all day long. I'm good, but anything. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, and uh, Jerry says, of course, I took the coffin. I'm in horror drink. <laughs> I should have known. That's uh, a very we'll give smiley it... horror uh, avatar, <laughs> though. He's very smiley. We'll give it uh, one more minute. And then uh, if no one else joins in, we will start the game. Okay, dokie. Um, where's a, while we're waiting, where's the best place to get all of your official Dragon Con information? It depends on what kind. The website in general, dragoncon.org, is the best. Uh, Specific to everything with COVID, because by golly, it changes so uh, much or has throughout the last several months when we've begun communicating. It's uh, dragoncon.org slash updates Mm -hmm. um, is the best page to. Uh, I also obviously encourage everybody to follow us on social media, Um, especially this time of year is even more exciting because we're promoting kind of the cool things that the tracks are doing and our partners are doing and and all sorts of things. So basically everywhere. Okay. Uh, since we don't seem to have anybody else joining in, we're going to go ahead and start the game. Here we go, guys. Oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, you're fine. It's time for Quiplash 3, The Quips of Doom. 
I'm Schmitty, and it seems fate has brought us together to make fart jokes. Didn't make it in the game and want to be heard? Put in that room code and vote in the audience. It's the prequel to round two, round one. I'm going to flash two prompts on your device. Type something ingenious that will stand up against another player's response. Then everyone will vote for their fave, and one of you will get an ego boost. You're going to get points based on the percentage of votes you get, so don't hold back. Okay, everybody that's playing should have a couple of prompts on their machine, on their whatever machine they happen to be using. Now's time to go do that. Uh, once I see that Rachel's gotten hers in, I will. Uh, there is a question in the in the audience that will that is actually a very good one that, that I didn't even think about. Okay. Um, that we will uh, will ask while we wait for others to enter their answers. <laughs> okay, I think Rachel's in there. Okay, so here's the question: um, How do we know where panel lines start with the extra distancing? So uh, start at panel lines where they always start, and that's it. So we don't have any plans for that. Our plans primarily are focusing on keeping them spaced out. And one of the biggest things that uh, we're doing, well, actually it's a small tweak, but big when it comes to lines, is uh, we used to have the policy where if you were already in line, we would kind of suggest we think this might be where the line ends, but this year it's not going to be that. It's going to be this is where the line ends. There is no more lining up because you would be amazed, especially at some of the bigger panels. We would have 50 plus people still waiting, hoping they would get a seat. And we're just not going to do that this year because uh, we're also uh, with the two thirds capacity, not allowing any standing room. So uh, they will start where they have always or where they have started uh, 2019. Go towards the ballroom that you want to and you'll be directed where the line is at that point. Cool. All right. And that's a wrap. It's quick time. And here's your first prompt. Okay. Deadpool mashups. That we really that we need right now. Deadpool sci-fi janitor or Loki and Doc Ock. Deadpool mashups that we need right now. Loki and Doc Ock mashup with Deadpool or Deadpool sci-fi janitors. You cast your vote, and if you're in the audience, you can vote there too. Deadpool sci-fi janitor wins, and that was Rachel. The reason Civil War broke out between the Dragon Con hotels. Carpet design loyalty or rum buckets versus apple pie? Carpet design loyalty or rum buckets versus apple pie was the reason that the Civil War broke out between Dragon Con hotels. Do, 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 do. Let's see who wins this one. Ah, Rum Buckets versus Apple Pie. Eternal's Hand wins that one. Next one up. Worst thing to ask a track director the day before con. When does... When, when do the hotel reservations open? Or does my 2019 badge still work? <laughs> Worst thing to ask a track director the day before con. When does the hotel reservation? When do the hotel reservations open up? Or 
does my 2019 badge still work? <laughs> Both pretty equal, I'm gonna go with. How to choose one? And when does the hotel reservations open? Uh, one that one. Weirdest thing to happen at midnight during Dragon Con. <laughs> Sleeping soundly or the Wednesday night Happy New Year's cheer? The weirdest thing to happen at midnight during Dragon Con, the Wednesday night Happy New Year's cheer or uh, Sleeping Soundly. Both those would be weird at Dragon Con at midnight. Especially for you, Rachel. Yes. <laughs> Maybe the Sleeping Soundly more more, uh, more weird for you at that point. And weirdly enough, that was your that was your vote. And you got the super quick flash. I felt like that was the absolute weirdest thing I could think of. <laughs> and next is blank a verb, a verb the act of waiting in line for uh, waiting hours in advance for a panel lining. Oh, uh, now we've had that one before. Now it's good to point out you can't wait hours in advance in line. But anyway. Blank, okay, blank brings all the con goers to my yard. Uh, cool weather fronts brings all the con goers to my yard, or my big old mudden truck brings all the <laughs> con goers to the yard. Oh, these are fantastic! Let's see. What cool weather fronts. Is the winner there with a quiplash? Cool weather fronts bring all the conquerors. Are we expecting a cool weather front this year? I mean, we got a hurricane to go through this weekend. I have to be honest. Yeah. Normally, I worry about weather. I've got so many other worries this year. <laughs> that I haven't even looked. All right, let's see who's winning. And Rachel is winning right now. Yay! What? All right, so second round. Get yourselves ready, because round two <laughs> takes so no prisoners. Double the phone. points, double the anxiety. Oh, no. All right. Uh, let's see. I ain't going outside with no AC on a hot day. <laughs> so it's Cherry. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, those of you playing, you should be getting two more new prompts to your device. Uh, this is the second round that we had. Then, as a reminder, we have a third round, which is the... Triple round, which is only one question with three possible answers. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got going on. This is a good time to remind everyone if you need to reach us, it's at 50 days at the uniquegeek.com. Five zero days at the uniquegeek.com. Also, when we're doing these, well, I mean, we're almost at the end at this point, but uh, like I guess I've mentioned before, this is the first time that we've done these live recordings with an audience um, this year. So uh, for next year, I guess we're saying this, uh, we're, tr we're trying to make sure that they're more on more of a schedule, but with everything going on this year, it is uh, insane trying to keep a schedule as Rachel can probably tell you. Yes. <laughs> um, so everything, everything changes, you know, um, we try to try to make them as, as consistent as possible, but, but it's, um, Sometimes not possible. Do, do, do. Get your answers in now. Uh-oh. And time's up. Oh, I think 
Uh, Zan did get her last one in there in time. As soon as moderation is finished, we will dive back in head first, darn it. I hear you. Hold on. Just double checking everything. Making sure, you know, it is the internet. Want to make sure the answers are appropriate. (laughs) At the front of the line is... An ad slogan for Atlanta weather during con. At least our people are nice or... Satan sends his regards. <laughs> An ad slogan for Atlanta weather during con. At least our people are nice. Or Santa, 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 sure. Satan sends his regards. Santa also does as well. But, okay, Santa can too. Let's be honest. Love it. Uh, Satan sends his regards wins with a super quiplash. Okay, what's next? A fun name for Dragon Con elevators. Gadot, I guess that's what it is. Or variant transport. Um, A little off color, but still funny. Although, truth be told, they are in the background in Loki. Those, those, Those elevators are there, and that's where all the variants live. Uh, Variant transport. Variant transport wins. And now, the strange new addition to Dragon Con TV, 24-7 Captain Kirk uh, is climbing a mountain, or pre-recorded panels from Waiting on Godot. Uh, that's that's what the previous, it was Godot, not Godot. <laughs> I was thinking Gal Godot. I was like, why is it Wonder Woman? It's Waiting on Godot. Got it. Uh, pre-panel, uh, pre-recorded panels from... Oh, it got cut off, uh, so I'm not sure exactly what it was supposed to be. Uh, Strange new addition to Dragon Con TV is 24-7 Captain Kirk climbing a mountain. Let's keep it going. Uh, When does Dragon Con end? Never, never was both of them. They get a jinx. I've never seen a jinx actually occur. That's so funny. Panel, panel most predicted That's to be must attend in 2021 is Doctor Who. With someone that forgot. Uh, so sure. Next. No answer. Uh, what caused a fuse to be blown at Dragon Con? Joker costume gone too far. At least one of you did the work. Enjoy some points. Oh, oh, oh. Was round two as good for you as it was for me? Let's find out. You know. Let's see where we're at now. Going all the way back, man. Oh, you're not at the end. Oh, yay! Eternal Xan is winning. Get ready for we have a third. Oh, Last round. Behold, a final round to end all rounds. I'm going to send each of you a prompt that requires three separate responses. You'll do great. Oh, no. Okay, those of you playing, look at your device now. Um, I get, normally I forget to say this. You should probably be looking at your device uh, for the prompts twenty minutes before the end of the previous round when the when the, the game starts uh, because we're on delay, so you don't actually see the that we're waiting for prompts. But yeah, whatever. That's what happens. This is the world we live in now, and we're just trying to deal with it. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Yes, I feel bad 
Yes, Zan. It was Godot waiting for Godot, and that is that is actually awesome names for for the Dragon Con elevators. Um, and my apologies again. I was thinking Gal Gadot for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, by the way I'm laughing because I do get to pro I do, do get to preview these answers and um, as usual our audience is brilliant as all, most Dragon Con audiences are do, do, do. and this is the last round and we will be saying goodbye to Rachel she needs to get back to uh, hopefully not having to reschedule all the scheduling. Time's almost up. Right. Oh. <laughs> Good times. Gabe, Forrest? I think Forrest might have dropped out, unfortunately. Gabe, hurry. Oh. Better late than never, I guess. Oh, he got in there. Woo! Woohoo! That was close. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, Forrest has uh, left the building. Okay, three things that stick to your shoes at Dragon Con. Lost badges, food, and sleeping people. Uh, Nothing like running unopposed. Here's some points. Uh, describe the Dragon Con diet in three words. Fast, caffeinated, and handheld, or ramen noodles, cheap cereal, Grogu snacks. So three words that describe the Dragon Con diet. Fast, caffeinated, handheld, or ramen noodles, cheap cereal, and Grogu snacks. Vote for your fave now. Scheduling fun. Remember years ago when William Shatner joined about a week before Con? Good times. <laughs> At least this time he, uh, he, still, he still is currently attending, correct? Yes. Okay. Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Quiplash. Uh, the Quiplash was fast, caffeinated, and handheld. That was that was Rachel's. The unsung heroes of Dragon Con. Escalators, habit trails, and bathrooms without giant lines, or Bob and Carl, the setup volunteers, restaurant oh, that's food so court hard. volunteers. I know both of them are really good. We wind up we usually wind up in this situation. So ah. yeah, Bob and Carl, the setup volunteers, or re- and restaurant slash okay. food court employees okay. or escalators, habit trails, bathrooms without giant lines. There's three unsung heroes. Essentially split the room, but Bob and Carl won. All right, here you we go. You rocked it. But did you rock the scoreboard? Let's see. Here we are. Zan wins. Eternal Zan wins. Uh, Rachel was in second, by the way. So, Yay! there we go alright Rachel thank you very much for joining us we appreciate you taking time out of what is a busy and frankly hopefully the last of this unusual years that you have to deal with DragonCon's usually unusual to begin with right? Right. I didn't need extra I didn't need <laughs> yeah. extra yeah. So, uh, good games Anne and hooray from uh the first it. one's from David and then from me. Okay. Um, so until next time, Rachel. Uh, well, thank for you everyone. guys so much. Yes. Um, for Rachel, Lee, who uh, who hopefully is going to be, we're all, all uh, sending our well wishes. Um, and all of our, uh, all of our fans and guests that have uh, played with us today. Uh, until next time, this is John saying peace.
And uh, where are we at? Oh. This was a production of the Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow the Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution non commercial share alike license. Feel better, Lee.